0: And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault. It is Adrian Chennault. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. And we have got a show for you today. Uh, Massively pumped up, like at a level I can't believe. I have been a fan of this guy and what he's done in the network marketing space from a leadership standpoint, like literally nobody else that I've ever been around. And I've never had a chance to tell him that. Today I'm going to talk about that, but it is a big day. Are you excited enough about that? I I am so
1: excited. I'm so glad I was at the ANMP to get to experience Mark for the first time before getting to do this show because wow, what a what a
0: day it is. Well, what I what you don't know is I told him to seek you out, tackle you. <laughs> you were the most important guy in the room and it was really really cool. Uh, before we go there, Happy birthday, Taylor Thompson, wife of Larry. Yes, yes, Good friend of my wife. They went to Africa together to do micro loans. And she is a That's great, awesome, great man. woman. Her and Larry have done such gigantic things in the network marketing space over 50 years just being the ball. And it's cool. And then we have some tragic news about a guy named Peter Hirsch, who's been around for so long and a very, very good man, he's owned companies, he's a public speaker, he's a best-selling author, he's a friend of many, and he passed away over the last few days very suddenly, and the profession is literally rocked on its heels. It's a tough, tough time, and I want you guys all to do this today, no matter what. Find 10 people in your life that you haven't contacted in a very long time, and you were planning on doing it tomorrow, and do it today. Because I'm telling you, it's the most important thing. I had a call today with the board of directors of the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. By the way, Mark and his sidekick just in. You guys brought the rain there with your own equipment, your own technology. But most importantly, you, Mark. And it was unbelievable. So let's get started. How you doing, baby?
2: I'm doing great, man. Uh, just going and blowing. Just got back from uh, back-to-back events in Miami and, uh, you know, about to go on a two-week vacation for my wife's 40th birthday. So very excited to go to New York and hang out a little bit.
1: Wow, that is so cool.
2: So, Mark, I- Share a
1: little bit of your story in the network marketing profession, because I think it's so I got to hear a little bit about that in, in you know, learning your bio and, and doing some research on you before the show. I, I love how you came into the profession out there building and then really came to lean into the things that you were the best at and, and ended up, you know, getting this opportunity to, to truly do that full time for a very, very long period of time, how'd that whole thing come about for you?
2: Well, first of all, before I got into network marketing, I was in direct sales. I actually knocked on doors and sold cookware, china, and crystal door to door. One of my all-time heroes is Zig Ziglar, so I knew he did that. So I. I just, I don't know. I thought that was the way to, I thought I was going to get rich selling cookware and that definitely did not happen. So (laughs) I look at it though, if it wasn't for that chapter of my life, I don't think network marketing would have been as appealing to me because I I just never, you know, I'd had a couple of friends who had done it and I just thought it was goofy. I was that guy. I was the guy who would have told you it's a scam. Yeah. I grew up in New Jersey, by the way. So New York, New Jersey, everyone's kind of hard and, you know, it's a dog eat dog environment. So I, I was not likely to do network marketing, but actually the guy who got me involved in the cookware business, uh, he switched over network marketing. I liked and trusted him. So I took a look at it. And as soon as I saw how you could make money off a team and, and you know, it's like this was in 1987. So, wow, back then, like there were so many people would just sit there and tell you how much money they were making and what their background was. And I was the guy going, go, man, if these people can do it, I can do it. So I got started in uh, NSA, which, of course, became Juice Plus, and I ran there for about three years. And um, I'll say this. My first nine months were they weren't disastrous. They weren't good up down up down up down but mostly down and i'll tell you if i didn't know how to sell my my direct selling background if i couldn't sell water filters back then i would have for sure quit i was selling a lot but my recruiting efforts were not working and then you know they said there was this seminar and i should go but i didn't want to go i didn't think i needed to go why would i go learn from this guy who is this guy it costs money why is he charging money again i was a skeptic i didn't want to go but Thank the Lord for whatever reason, I flew out to San Diego, California, went to that three-day event, and it completely, literally changed the direction of my life. I couldn't believe that someone else figured out exactly how to do the business. And by the way, that seminar was no motivation whatsoever, nothing. There were no chance, there was nothing. It was how to invite, how to present, how to close, how to train, how to promote, how to edify, how to, how to, how to, how to. And no one had taught me any of that stuff. So I left there so full of enthusiasm and I signed up for the next event, which I couldn't afford to go to, but I figured I'd figure it out. And in three weeks I made enough money to go back. And then four weeks later, I went back again. I just became a seminar junkie. And after the third event, I I had the courage to go speak to this speaker who was doing the trainings. And he was very nice. And he goes, well, where's your group? Let me say hi. And I was like, uh, my group. And he goes, yeah, is your team not here? And I'm like, no, I should I bring them? And he's like, oh my gosh. Yes. So (laughs) then I started bringing my team to events and that became, you know, my main matrix, you know, everyone's got KPIs that we focus on, like what are my most important stats? I look at my business. I was a one trick pony. I just focused on how many people am I getting to the next event? And that just drove everything. You know, I I went from, I think my first event, I had 10, then 13, then 16, then 18, then 22, then 24. So I was inching up. Then I had 46, then I had 150, then I had 300. And before you knew it, I had over a thousand people attending events and my income just went through the roof. So I had a really good run as a networker, you know, I was very blessed. I was in some very... Phenomenal companies, great leadership, incredible mentor. Uh, but after about twenty years of building and you know having a lot of success, I just I realized that the training part, which I had been of course doing all along was my real calling, if you will. It was just one of those moments. you know it was uh, I, I won't get into the whole story, but I just had an aha moment and realized that I was better at training than I was at building. and that's uh, that was the year 2000 and that's when I started Marcusta seminars and just started you know I, I sold my spot back to the company I was in and just became a full-time trainer.
0: So Mark, what you put together? in a leadership, I mean, the people that, the caliber of people that you attracted that were singing to the same drum, I was flabbergasted because you took incredible people and made them better. And I can't believe you were able to do it. I think, and I'm not going to mention the names because I don't know how many of them you're still hanging around with, but I'm just telling you, it is, it was I was in awe of you all over the world because literally tens of thousands of people were following your lead, but also following the lead of that 10 people that you had following you like the Pied Piper all over the world doing exactly what you did. How did you find them? How did you do that?
2: You know, it was just, it was one of those things, Tom. When I first went to that company, first of all, it was less than a year old. It was only a few months old. And they had a few people who had a little success in networking, but they didn't have a lot of leaders who had definite opinions. You know what I mean? They had a lot of hungry, teachable people. And I explained to them, at the, this is what I told them. I go, look, I'm big on analogies and I'm big on sports. So hopefully the audience will track with this. So I go, it's a guy named Bill Belichick. And, you know, a lot of people know him because he's the head coach of the New England Patriots. And this was right when the Patriots had won three out of four years of Super Bowls. And I go, you know, Bill Belichick clearly has a plan on how to win. But most people don't know Bill Belichick was the head coach in Cleveland for the Cleveland Browns. And he got fired. He had the exact same system that he had in New England winning all the Super Bowls. But he got fired in Cleveland. Now, why did he get fired? Because he didn't win games. Why did he not win games? Because the players in Cleveland didn't buy into the system. So it really doesn't matter how good the system is, you need your key players to buy in. So I spent a lot of time the first year of that company really building relationships and building trust and getting people to learned that if they would promote the events and if we would all play together as one team, which is a lot of times not common in network marketing, everyone's kind of in their own silos doing their own thing. And I just sold them on a vision. I was fortunate enough to have some people who bought into it. But the the good news is within 12 to 18 to 24 months for sure, everyone who was making a big money is people who were promoting the events. And it just snowballed and You know, you know, Matt Morris really well when he joined that organization, he brought a lot of international people with him. And that that was the thing that I was most happy about was the events duplicated perfectly in Europe. I had people tell me "Oh, it won't work in Europe because people from Greece won't sit next to people from Turkey and Brits don't like it. And it was so funny. It's like, you know what? Turns out humans are humans. And if you do a great seminar, it doesn't really matter any of that stuff and it worked in asia it worked in australia It worked everywhere and yeah it was it was a blessing but it was i was the architect i was the the you know there were a lot of other people i i cannot take credit for it there was a lot of great people involved in making that happen
0: what i loved about that whole culture that you do that community and that culture that you built though was nobody was taking all the credit they were all just absolutely saying It's a party. You need to come. And all of you were saying exactly the same thing, which created this international party that everybody wanted to come to. And everybody did come to. And it wasn't so much about the company, it was about the culture and the community. And you just did it. And now you're doing that all over the place. And you took that whole philosophy to the ANMP down in Dallas a few months ago. And Mm -hmm. I mean, people are still blown away talking about it. They just can't believe that you made it look so doable for them. And building that culture inside of your own business, everybody, you need to go hook up with Mark. I mean, it's that simple. What's the website?
1: MarkAceta.com. Mark with a C. Aceta. Two C's,
2: two T's. That's
1: not an an easy radio name.
2: It's it's really not. It's (laughs) not it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. I should get a much easier domain name. We we have other ones. But anyway, you're all good. It's all good. I, I love it. And
1: on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about what Mark has learned in tra- creating transformational experiences, which has become his bread and butter, not only in the network marketing space, but beyond from a business perspective at the seminars he puts on. And it's, it's amazing stuff that he's doing. So we've got Mark Asetta, the trainer to the stars in network marketing and beyond. You're listening to the Legacy Leadership Radio Show on the Genesis Communication Network. You got Adrian Chenault, Tom Chenault. So stick around. We'll be back right after this. Stick around. All right. Quick little break. Let's shout out our friends here and have some fun. Terry Dawson's here. Frank Lopez,
0: Ali Orsi. Yeah, just good people. Paul Van Dieven. I hope your mother's doing better. And, you know, you got to go to his website. This guy is the real deal. And if you're trying to build yourself a foundation of leadership, This is the template to use. I promise you that. I don't care what it costs you. You want to follow Mark because I'm telling you, he is the real deal. So we're coming back in a second. And we're back. It is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Adrian Chenault, Tom Chenault, and Mark Cassetta. We're talking to Mark about what he's accomplished. And we're talking about the past so we can get to the future, which is going to be hopefully talking about the future and network marketing and what he yeah. believes is going to happen out there with all this artificial intelligence, all these people trying to figure out a shortcut. And Mark's just coming from his heart, not his head. And it's working like a charm. So take it away, Adrian.
1: Yeah, I, I, I love that. And and so, Mark, you said in, in around the year 2000, you you sold your your downline back to the company that you were associated with and, and you created this seminar company. And so t- talk about, cause you know, what I got to see at a is, is of course the product of, you know, over, over 20 years worth of developing that. And, and, you know, the, some of the work that you do where you're in, you know, you're creating characters and you're creating these, the, these storylines is so powerful, but there, there's, I, I haven't really experienced anybody doing work quite the way that you did. And so how did you identify the power of of creating those sorts of experiences and, and share a little bit more yeah. about what it is that you do? But why, how did you come to realize how powerful that really is?
2: Well, I got that from my mentor, the concept of doing it. He did something very, very similar to it. And um, what's funny is you know I wasn't doing anything like that at first and then as the years went by I started realizing like some of my best experiences were learning that and the other thing is I'm like a uh, like if I could go back and redo my life again, I'd either be a, a director or a writer, or a producer or an actor like I just it's natural to me, you know what I mean it's just in my blood. So I started, Uh, doing it. And turned out that that was really the, the best thing that we did. You know, it's funny, a lot of people honestly think the only thing I do is dress up in character and act out these short plays. But in reality, we only do that. That's one of about five or 10 different types of events that we do. But I think to your point, Adrian, because it's not very common uh, at all. It's what really stands out. So, I'm, you know, again, I'm happy to be known for that for sure.
0: That's amazing. As, as you tell people coming into this profession, what's the first thing that you advise them to do, Mark, in order for them to get that that leg up to get rolling in this in this great business?
2: Well, I tell people the first thing is you've got to take immediate action. You know, it's like everyone is, you know, so focused on how to listen, how to of course matters, but you got to take action. Nothing's going to happen if you just sit there. You can't, you know, uh, have paralysis by over analysis. To me, one of the biggest things, Tom, is is if I'm coaching someone how to build a team, the biggest thing I have them focus on is how they're getting their new reps started, because if someone gets off to a slow start, they're probably going to quit. If let's face it, in our business, a lot of people come in, they dip their toe in the water, and if you know if it doesn't work, they jump. So I'm really big on taking immediate action and and teaching people basics. You know, to me, it's like everyone wants to be a great speaker. Well, that's cool. Being a good public speaker is great. It's glorious, but you know, it's better being a great inviter, because there's no point in doing a great presentation if, if no one gets to the presentation. There's no point being a great closer after the presentation if there's no one in the chair to close. So I've always focused on inviting. Like if everyone on the team are a master inviter, then the presentation could be so-so and we're still going to kill it. Because it is a numbers game. It's like anything else, it's a numbers game. And we just got to get it in front of as many people as we can, as fast as we can. And we all know the way this works. We're dealing mostly with amateurs. When you open a McDonald's, You are not getting Michelin-starred chefs cooking in your kitchen. You're getting teenagers who don't know what's going on. Same basic concept in network marketing. Most people have never done any kind of sales before. So we've got to teach them very simple, basic concepts that are easily duplicatable so they get some wins. And then once they get some wins, then we can teach them to be a little bit more sophisticated.
0: So what he said was become that inviter. And if you can master the invitation, it's only gonna be a natural progression for you to become good at everything else. But if you don't have the invitation, you're gonna be the only one there day after day. And so all of you new people and all you people trying to start your new people, teach them the invitation. Teach them how to do this. Because if you do that, you're gonna win. So go to markassetta.com and just kick it around and go Google him. If you start seeing some of his skits, you are gonna be in hysterics A, you are gonna flip out at the conciseness of his language. He's mastered the English language at a level that you wouldn't believe. And I want you to just go watch it because he's in character and you are mesmerized from beginning to end. And you come out of that a little better network marketer every time, it's magic, right? It, it absolutely,
1: absolutely is, and so make sure you go check them out on the break. We're going to take another quick break here, and uh, we get a nice long segment on the other side of this. Thank goodness. So stick around. You're listening to Marcusetta, Tom Chenault, and Adrian Chenault on the Legacy Leadership Show on the Genesis Communication Network. Stick around. We'll be back right after this.
0: Robert Hollis, Rob Sperry. Holy! How about that, huh? Michael Bray unbelievable how about that Hollis man does he come out of the cheap seats and just hit that home run every time he does something dude he's unbelievable Robert and I were in the same company
2: we started within about a month of each other I'm just telling you like I love Robert I got reconnected with him recently and it's just been such a blessing such a humble guy for his success it's crazy no doubt
0: all right, we're back. It's Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault. And why are you smiling yeah, at me? Great, you did it. Okay, we've got the one and only Marcus Setta with us. I met him. I mean, he was my idol. He didn't even know it. And of all people to know, it it was Scott Fardoulos, because he's a good friend of mine. So I got to talk to him on the phone, found out he was going to the Kentucky Derby. And I ran into him at the Kentucky Derby. Uh And I'm sitting in the terrible seats, and he's up there in the million-dollar suite. And he's having lobsters, and I'm having hamburgers. And it was really, (laughs) really cute. But I got to see you, and I got to talk to you, and I got to fall in love with you. And like Robert Hollis, I got to feel your humility. But I also got to feel that unbelievable confidence. And I just want to thank you, sir, for what you're doing for this profession. And what are you thinking about the future of this profession with everybody doing everything they can to avoid the word network marketing or professional network marketer? And they're trying to come up with all these phrases that, you know, talk about something exactly the opposite. What do you think our future looks like?
2: You know, I, I love, well, first of all, I'm so sold out on the industry. You know, I just, I, I would, this is the God's honest truth. If it wasn't for network marketing, I would have never achieved anything. Because here's the thing, it's it's when you make the money, you have to become the person who's capable of making the money. And the network marketing industry, for me, more than anything, more than any other industry I'm aware of, teaches personal development and leadership development it's the core to the whole thing so if it wasn't for this industry i would have never amounted to anything financially so i am so completely sold out on it and i think it's important for those of us who had a great success to to be proud about it and scream from the mountaintops and let's face it there's a lot of alternatives right now You know, you go on Instagram or Facebook and there's every six minutes, there's someone going, you only need to work two hours a year and you can make $7 million a day. Click this button and everyone's falling for all these ridiculous pitches and all these. Look, I mean, this is hard work. There's no one who's ever built a big downline who didn't work their butts off. But the payoff on the other side is incredibly wonderful and... The relationships you build in order to build the kind of team you want to, you're going to build incredible relationships in order for you to move enough product or service in order for you and your teams to make money. You've got to impact a lot of people's lives. So to me, that's the most phenomenal part of it is impacting lives and being able to really feel good about what we're doing, but in the same regard, be able to make money that's very difficult to make anywhere else. So I think, again, there's a a lot of people looking at many other alternatives out there. And if the people in these other alternative uh, opportunities to make money are louder and more excited about what they're doing, then our industry is going to take a dip. If we scream from the mountaintops how phenomenal our business is, then we'll be as or more successful than we've ever been before.
0: Yeah, and that's 100% right. And everybody, look at Nikki, Grace and Nikki, unbelievable. There's a couple of women that have made a difference in this profession for many, many years. Say hi to your mother, Grace, and uh, I'll tell you, thank you for your service to this profession too, but... We we love you, Mark, because what you've done is you've legitimized leadership and legitimized really showing people that they can take their destiny into their own hands. And what you said a second ago was you've got to believe in it so much that it oozes out of your pores and mm-hmm. understand that you're doing something so unbelievably important because you're taking the destiny of other people's lives And basically putting them in your hand, having them believe you know what you're talking about to be able to guide them to what they want out of their life. And you've done a great job of that. I follow you Uh, at the ANMP. You had did such an incredible job and all of you should join the ANMP right now. Go to ANMP.com because it's the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. And it is bad to the bone. It costs nothing to join it. Very, very little money. And you are going to get access to Mark and a bunch of these people that you only dream about knowing. And Mark has done that, brought his equipment, been a servant leader to that organization. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Mark. It's just unbelievable who you've been.
2: Oh, of course. My pleasure. Course. I love it. I love supporting anyone. I just The bottom line is what drives me is I, I go back to what I shared in the beginning when you asked me about my background. I'll never... Till the day I die, I forget that first seminar I went to. And I remember being on the verge of quitting. This was sort of like my last ditch. Well, if this doesn't work, you know, I pretty much give up. And that seminar altered my life. So every event I've done since then, whether there's thirty-two people in a room or thirty thousand people in a room, I know there's people in there that are at that exact same place that I was. And I know what this industry has done for me and my family, and I just I, I I just love reaching out and being able to give the gift to whoever is ready to receive it. It's a lot of hard work, but someone needed to unlock what my my I was off track. I didn't get it. Someone got the penny to drop for me, and once the penny dropped, it was game over. You know what I mean? So that's, you know, that's what a great way to make a living is taking people who are at a place where they're stagnant or a stalemate and that they have a desire and we just set them free so yeah i love it we'll never stop doing it
1: that's so great mark you, you you alluded to you know there's there's kind of this thing happening in in this particular moment of our culture where there's a lot of this sort of shiny object of like be an influencer, be a dropshipper, be whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to build any relationships. You don't have to do any of this stuff. You're just going to like follow this magic formula and millions of people are going to buy or follow or do whatever. And Mm -hmm. it's just going to happen. And to me, network marketing and the promise of network marketing is truer. And, but also like just so very different from Mm -hmm. what that message is about and sometimes yeah. I, you know, my perception is almost like we're trying to sound like that thing because we think that seems we to be are. the thing that's out there working in the yeah. marketplace. Do you see that? And and do you think that's a mistake?
2: Yeah, I do. And I do think it's a mistake. Like, again, I... I, I i am not i'm 62 so i'm not the 62 year old guy who's never been on facebook and like who's like nah i don't like technology i love technology we wouldn't be able to reach the people reaching now without technology so i'm all about it but you know technology has allowed a lot of people to become lazy you know we all obviously became zoomaholics during the pandemic and you know for me and and i know a lot of other successful network markets feel the same way what makes this different is relationships i just told, i just got back from back to back events um, over the last couple of weekends. And it's the meeting before the meeting. It's the meeting after the meeting. It's the relationship building, man. When someone on your team is there and the penny is dropped for them and they're on fire, to be able to go out and have dinner with them and talk to them and, and be in the moment with them, be able to go out with your team and celebrate and do fun stuff. I mean, gosh, Amway showed us how to do it all those years ago. And it still works for them. So I'm all about face-to-face, and a hybrid approach. But yes, everyone is, to me, they're they're selling to the laziness in us. They're trying to go to our lowest common denominator and convince people you can get incredibly, I I do the exact opposite, and I'd encourage you to do the same thing. It's like, look, you know, this is a lot of hard work. And, and again, there are some things you're going to need to do that are going to be uncomfortable. But what other career is there where you don't have to do things that are uncomfortable? Again, I saw that my favorite was, and gosh, I hope it's not a networker who's watching this, but someone read an ad online saying, if you're working past 12 noon, you're doing it wrong. And I said to myself. Geez, I wonder if Elon Musk works past 12 noon, you know, I I wonder if Zuckerberg and, you know, Warren Buffett, you know, all these guys are obviously doing it wrong because they work past 12 noon. So, yeah, I mean, it it lets with the world going more and more virtual. Think about how starved people are for relationships. So, again, you want to shock people. Let's build those relationships. Let's be face to face. Let's do as many one on ones in person, as many small group meetings in person as we possibly can, because no matter how much AI comes out, no matter how smart it is, humans are always going to want human connection. And that's the one thing that we can offer. And a lot of these other businesses don't offer.
0: That is so the truth. And what truth? And sorry, truth. I can't say truth. Yeah. And all of you, high tech is great, but high touch trumps it every time. And I was, you know, obviously we lost Peter Hirsch and we were talking on the ANMP. And we were talking about staying in contact with people that we love, people that we know, people in the business. And it's all about staying in contact. It's all about touching them on a regular basis so they know they're not invisible because the world's trying to shrink us into an invisible box. And Mark hit the nail on the head and you plug into Mar- uh, com, and you start picking up his trainings and you become that professional inviter and your problems are gonna be over. You're gonna have that start because you're going to be actually talking to people that are yours instead of cross line and other people's guests. You're going to be talking to your own people and everything's going to grow on that. And that's what you need to do.
1: And it really, you know, this, this idea you said, you know, it was at a seminar that you had this experience that there's this moment when the penny drops. And if we're, if we're talking about these, this bright shiny object syndrome, this it's gonna be easy syndrome or whatever. That pen, like the penny drops when you realize that you gotta do the work and, hmm. and then you know what to do. But if we don't even, if we're if we're not even ascribing to the idea that you have to freaking do the work, then knowing you're never gonna know what to do because you're thinking you're supposed to do nothing. It's just supposed to happen to you or for you, or there's some magical genius yeah. that's gonna do whatever. And so yeah. you need to go and find. Mark. You need to go and find a guy like Mark. You need to go and find somebody who has done it, who understands, who's not going to BS you and tell you that it is, it's something that it's not, and that it's just going to magically happen because it's not. That almost never happens or never happens. And instead, it's the people who find mentors, the people who invest in themselves, the people who, like Mark said earlier, become the person that is able to make that kind of money that then go on and do it. And you didn't come out of mommy's womb that way. You are going to have to do the work to get to that place. And it's really, really important work. But the great news is that there are people like Mark out there in this profession that are going to help you to get
0: there. And the ANMP, you can go rub shoulders. And what you're going to find... In the common denominator, with all that shoulder rubbing, is everybody's just like Mark. Everybody's just like Rob Sperry. Everybody's just like Robert Hollis. And it goes on and on and on. Everybody's just like Garrett. It's about the people. So please, you guys, don't lose touch of your love of the people with all that intellectual stuff you're trying to master. We're coming back right after this. It's the Legacy Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault, Marcusetta, and of course, moi. We'll be right back. <laughs> and of course,
1: moi. Nice yep. job. Thank Mr. you very much, host.
0: All right. Only one more segment. This is going by too fast. It's short and it's good. And there we is. uh we want you to go to his website, whatever you do. Go to his website and plug in, buy something, get some tools, especially the inviting side of it. I think it's the most important part too. And remembering to remember them. Don't try you to know,
2: sign- we on. should mention okay. uh
0: here we go. And we're back. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show, and Mark Asetta is with us, and he's chomping on the bit with an idea he wants to tell you
2: right now. Well, this is this is what a bad marketer I am. So I really don't do hardly any business online. I'm a live event guy. That's what I live for. But we keep saying MarkAsetta.com. I have another website that's com. There we go. And that's that's actually where all my digital material is. So so uh, again my my marketing team's going to beat the crap out of me for not telling you that a, a half an hour ago but anyway we you can it. go to either one it really that, that's not my driver to to sell things online but there is a lot of good material there so i should at least mention that so i don't get fired from my own company
0: <laughs> we don't want that to happen i was talking yeah. to a guy that knows goggins real well that ultra marathon yeah 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 and he he said i mean he's his agent his name is darren prince and uh he said goggins does not want to talk about websites and money. He wants yeah, to talk right. about input and they're going to figure out the websites and the money. And he's done okay. You've done yeah. okay because you're leading with your soul and your heart. And people will come and find you and buy from you because they're searching sure. for it because there's so much value there. So I'm not going to do any novenas for you, buddy. I think you got to figure it figured out a lot more
2: <laughs> than you think. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, Thank you.
1: That is so awesome. So, you know, I know you're, you're plugged into a couple of companies in a, in a big way, but there's a lot of people out there that do, you know, they want to plug in. And so how does somebody get to a live event that you do or where, like, how how can somebody plug in and and get more of what you have to offer, Mark?
2: Well, here's the cool thing. So um, I've got, you know, one exclusive client in network marketing, which has been a, a blessing for me over the last year. Uh, Looking forward to a long-term relationship there. I do that in the insurance industry. So I try to pick like one client per industry. However, a couple of my good friends finally convinced me to start my own seminar company, which is like a general public, like Tony Robbins, like anyone can come. Doesn't matter what industry you're in. So that's called Life Mastery Trainings. And we just launched this past year in, uh, uh, this year, excuse me, in Europe, And we had Robert Kiyosaki come out to the first event. So that's just something to keep an eye out for. We'll be in Europe for the rest of this year, but we'll make it into the U.S. and Asia next year. So Life Mastery is where anyone from any company can come and see me anytime they feel like it. Nice, man. Yeah, you better get that
1: going here in the U.S. pretty soon too. And so if if I want to, is there an email list I can join on, on one of those sites where you can find out when that stuff's going on?
2: Yeah, you can go, we have a, 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 instagram page and a website for life mastery trainings or you could you know if you get on any of the mailing lists we'll, we'll give you the information for that
0: stuff for sure
1: love that that's really cool kiyosaki's a good guy
0: yeah i was with him last week he's yes. uh, he is one character man that's a that's a oh. brilliant guy with a couple personalities would you say <laughs> yeah yeah he we had so
2: much fun Outside of the seminar, I, I hadn't seen him in a while and I we had the best time. He really is. He just he's at a point in his life where he just doesn't care. He's going to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I loved it.
0: Him and a woman named Ann Atkinson and a guy named Prager got silenced by the University of Arizona or Arizona yeah. State. And yeah. they got mad. And yeah. last night they they announced that they whipped him. And now there's going to be a hearing and those that faculty that tried to politicize Kiyosaki and all those guys got slapped in the nose. And now they're going to have some free speech showing up. So you're making a difference, Mark, at a high level and you're hanging around with some difference makers. Oh, Michelle Barnes. God,
2: Michelle Barnes.
0: Yeah. Her birthday's March 7th. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: I thought it was today. So I wished her a happy birthday. She told me about March 7th. So I remembered that. So <laughs> That's You know, funny. you
1: have a one in 365 chance. So. You're
0: close. close. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not too yeah. far off. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is That's so funny. funny. But the
0: whole industry, man, they are such good people. And all you got to do is reach up because these people can train you. They can help you. And you're going to find out you're just like them. They just do more of what you want and could do. So we got Mark. We love him. We want you back anytime you want to come. We'd love to have Robert Hollis or any one of your other cronies come on. Uh, we need people like you that are really, really tried and true network marketing. So you've got permission to bring us anybody, Mark. And we thank you so much for coming Absolutely. on the show.
2: Oh, it was an honor to be here. I've been looking forward to it very much. Good.
1: That is so cool. So, make sure, go check out markassettaseminars.com, get on the mailing list, plug into what is going on. And, you know, what we do with Legacy Leadership is it's all around bringing the kind of people that are lifting up the, the profession. And you notice, right? Like, how many people did Mark speak well of and lift up that he's worked with along the way, just people that he loves in the profession. And that's a big part of this, right? It's not, this is not a scarcity game. This is a way for us to get out there and lift up the, the profession because there's so many people out there that are getting, you know, led down all these other different paths and all this other bright, shiny stuff. And we've got an opportunity to, to help them and to support them. And that's that's what this thing's all about. So, Mark, thank you again for being there, being with us today. Uh, we've got a guy next week named Bob Tiede who is uh, a friend of our buddy, Bob Bodine. And he is uh, author of a bunch of books, but the one that I love is called Leading with Questions. And he has worked with like Fortune 50 CEOs. I mean, this guy is the real deal and is all about how to lead through the power of questions. So that's going to be a ton of fun next week. Uh, Mark, thank you again for being here with us today. It was super, super fun having you, buddy. So thanks again. Stick around next week for another episode of Legacy Leadership with Adrian Chenault and Tom Chenault. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. Marcusetta.com,
0: Marcusetta Seminars.com.
2: Thank you, guys.
0: Wow. We love you, Mark. That was awesome. You are That was fun. Well, you're so comfortable in your own skin. I mean, he's so self-assured. You know, most people are just kind of like overbearing, trying to think that's making them look taller, but man. You know what's coming out of your mouth, and you know you can teach it, and that is super refreshing, and thank you.
2: Oh, my pleasure. Honestly, thanks for having me. I'll definitely persuade all my guys to get in touch with you and do something. I mean, it's great what you do for the industry and have been doing for a million years.